Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Today is Wednesday, February 28th. We are talking about the latest votes cast in the 2024 presidential election and an intense White House meeting ahead of another looming government shutdown. Also, wild temperature swings where millions of Americans are going from the 70s to the 20s. Plus, finally, some closure in the murder of a hip-hop icon that went unsolved for decades. Plans for downsizing at a well-known department store and the U.S. Army. And yet another record broken in NCAA women's basketball. Those stories and even more news to know in today's episode. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. American voters seem to keep backing an all-but-certain rematch between President Biden and former President Trump. They both easily won their primaries in Michigan yesterday. But the contest also did highlight some of their biggest political vulnerabilities— For Biden, that could be backlash from part of his base over how he's handling the war in Gaza. Some Democrats, angry over his support for Israel, protested by voting uncommitted. And thousands of uncommitted votes ended up being counted. As for Trump, he has now swept the first five states on the Republican primary calendar. But there are early signs he's struggling with certain influential voter blocs who have favored former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley. Her strongest performance yesterday came in areas with college towns and suburbs around Detroit and Grand Rapids. And that is typical, since she tends to do best with college-educated and suburban voters. Now both Biden and Trump are likely taking note, especially since Michigan is a state that could be key to winning the general election. Trump won the state by just 11,000 votes in 2016, then lost four years later by nearly 154,000 votes to Biden. Next up, Trump and Biden are looking ahead to Super Tuesday— And so are their competitors, determined to stay in the race as long as they can. Stay tuned. Once again, lawmakers are down to the wire to pass a spending bill or else face a government shutdown this weekend. But both Democrats and Republicans seem optimistic they'll be able to reach a deal in time. Congressional leaders met with President Biden at the White House yesterday, and a lot of pressure was apparently put on Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson since the Republican-led House has been the main holdup. But his fellow Republican, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, said everyone was on the same page about the need to keep the government running by saying, quote, I think we can stop that drama right now. McConnell, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries all said they pressured Johnson to allow a vote on Ukraine aid, too. In fact, Schumer said that part of the discussion was, quote, the most intense I have ever encountered in my many meetings in the Oval Office. Johnson says he's not totally against Ukraine aid, but wants to prioritize the U.S.-Mexico border first. Next up, a House Republican meeting is scheduled for tomorrow, where both Ukraine aid and government funding are expected to come up. Massive wildfires are burning out of control in the Texas panhandle right now. Several small towns had to evacuate, and a nuclear facility had to shut down. It's actually the main facility that assembles and disassembles America's nuclear arsenal. Operations are paused until further notice, and firefighters are on site ready to respond to any kind of emergency. Schools also canceled classes and highways closed. 
The fires are moving fast because of strong winds, dry grass, and unseasonably warm temperatures in the area. In fact, some flames even jumped the border into Oklahoma last night. Overall, hundreds of square miles have been burned. And at last check, the largest fire had become the fifth largest in state history and was still 0% contained. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has issued a disaster declaration. The Midwest started the week off with record-shattering warmth, like up to 40 degrees above normal for this time of year. And now Midwesterners are in for some frigid cold. Think wind chills in the single digits and even a light dusting of snow. In places like Chicago and St. Louis, the temperature is dropping up to 50 degrees in one day. But with that drastic shift comes the threat of severe weather. Severe storms have been rolling through Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, and Ohio overnight, with strong winds, heavy rains, and hail. O'Hare International Airport in Chicago even had to ground departing planes last night because of storms. And as of this morning, there's still a tornado watch in place. Later today, the severe weather threat will move east, though the system should be a little weaker, bringing mostly showers and thunderstorms from the Tennessee Valley to New England. Meanwhile, the West Coast is still dealing with a significant winter storm, and the higher elevations could see extremely heavy snowfall today, while rain falls in the Pacific Northwest and Northern California. More news is still coming up, but first, a quick break. Taking care of your health is not always easy, but it should at least be simple. That's why for almost a year now, I have been drinking AG1 every day. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. Some habits can be hard to stick to, but have you ever had the ones that you start to crave because they just make you feel better? That is what AG1 has become for me. I was looking for something that would help with boosted energy, better gut health, support my immune system, and be a way to get a wide variety of nutrients without having to take a million pills. Well, each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more. In fact, it now feels like an easy little something that I do just for myself each morning. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com newsworthy. That's drinkag1.com newsworthy. Check it out. Now back to the news. U.S. Army is slashing its force as part of a major restructuring plan. It's cutting about 24,000 jobs. But to be clear, the Army is not asking any soldiers to leave the force. It's already been struggling with recruitment, and there aren't enough soldiers to fill existing units. So the cuts will mostly be in already empty posts. For example, the AP says it's cutting jobs related to counterinsurgency that swelled during the Iraq and Afghanistan wars and are not needed as much today. But it's also adding troops in other critical missions, like air defense and counter-drone units. And it's creating new task forces with enhanced cyber intelligence and long-range strike capabilities. The Army says it's all about modernizing, making it better prepared for future wars. And at the same time, it's still focused on recruiting. Macy's announced more downsizing this week. The department store chain says it plans to close almost a third of its namesake locations in the next couple of years following several other waves of closing stores and offices recently. And there will be layoffs, though Macy's didn't say exactly how many. Many of the stores are near other Macy's locations, so it is possible at least some workers are able to transfer. Macy's also plans to add new Bloomingdale's and Blue Mercury locations in the next couple of years, hoping for more growth in its higher-end brands. Plus, the chain will add smaller Macy's stores at outdoor shopping centers, which have been growing, unlike indoor malls. Apple has apparently scrapped its plans for an electric, self-driving car. It comes after nearly a decade and billions of dollars invested. 
News outlets like Bloomberg and The New York Times say the company gave employees the news yesterday, saying thousands of team members who have been working on the project would move to different roles in different divisions like artificial intelligence. The cancellation is a rare move by Apple, which typically does not shelve such public, high-profile projects. But after the news broke yesterday, Apple stock went up. The move actually is not all that surprising, considering the cooling market for EVs. Sales growth has lost steam in recent months, in the face of manufacturing bottlenecks and a shortage of charging infrastructure. And other EV makers have decided to slash battery electric car prices, production targets, and profit forecasts for the year. It's been more than two decades since Run DMC's co-founder was killed, and this week, two men were finally convicted for his murder. Jam Master Jay, whose real name was Jason Mizell, was killed inside his New York music studio. The two men convicted this week were Mizell's childhood friend and his godson. Prosecutors say they were cut out of a drug deal just months earlier and wanted revenge, even though Jam Master Jay's family has insisted he was not involved in drugs. In fact, he was known for his anti-drug advocacy. But prosecutors say that all changed when the money from his run DMC days started to run out in the mid-1990s, and they brought forward eyewitnesses and forensic evidence to support their story. The defense tried to convince the jury that version of events was just one of many, but jurors still found them guilty. Now the convicted killers each face between 20 years to life in prison. The CDC has a new warning about a highly contagious stomach bug that's been surging around the country. Norovirus cases are particularly high in the Northeast, but other parts of the U.S. have been reporting upticks as well. The virus can spread when you come into direct contact with someone who is infected, eat food contaminated with the virus, or touch contaminated surfaces and then put your fingers in your mouth. The CDC says an infected person can actually still spread norovirus two or more weeks after symptoms get better, though they're most contagious while they have symptoms. There's no specific treatment for norovirus, but experts recommend drinking plenty of liquids to avoid dehydration. And to prevent illness, the CDC recommends washing your hands and rinsing fruits and vegetables even more than usual. And to thoroughly clean up after an infected person. Well, these days, it seems University of Iowa basketball star Caitlin Clark can't play a game without some kind of record being broken. Her popularity has exploded since becoming the all-time leading scorer in NCAA women's basketball earlier this month. And now, tickets to see her at her final regular season home game are the most expensive for any women's basketball game on record. Right now, the cheapest price for a seat is nearly $500, and the most expensive listing is selling for nearly $4,000. Of course, if you don't want to pay, you can watch the game for free on Fox. Just tune in Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. By the way, Clark hasn't said yet whether she'll keep playing for Iowa for one more year or go for the 2024 WNBA draft, where she's projected to be picked first. It's likely she'll finish out the postseason where she is, but she can't wait too long since the draft is set for April 15th. That's it for the main news today, so now it's time for Work Wednesday, when we break down one interesting career or work-related news story every Wednesday. But first, this episode is brought to you by Vessi. Whether I'm walking through the city, taking a stroll by the ocean, or seeking out adventure on the weekends, my Vessis are now with me all the time, ensuring comfort and style no matter where I go or what elements I face. The Vessi collection, especially the two that I have and are loving, the sleek weekend sneaker and more robust Stormburst, caters to every style. Whether I'm dressing up for a night out or gearing up for a weekend hike, these shoes seamlessly blend into my wardrobe while offering the practicality of waterproof footwear. Yeah, you heard me right, waterproof, lightweight, and breathable. And yes, comfortable and stylish too. And by the way, because they're waterproof, they're super easy to clean. 
I also love that they are an eco-friendly choice. Vessi's manufacturing process is designed to reduce water use and avoid harmful chemicals, making your stylish choice a responsible one, too. From chic city walks to adventurous treks, find the perfect pair for your lifestyle at Vessi.com newsworthy to get 15% off your first order. You have to try these shoes. Go to Vessi.com newsworthy to get 15% off your first order. V-E-S-S-I, Vessi.com newsworthy. Okay, now back to Work Wednesday. Modern job seekers are facing a new modern challenge. Artificial intelligence could be impacting their chances of getting an interview. AI is often used to scan resumes for skills, certifications, and other keywords that are relevant to a certain position. And virtually all Fortune 500 companies use some kind of AI tool since they usually receive too many resumes to manually review each one. But the systems are not perfect. A recent study found AI has commonly rejected candidates who might have been perfectly suited for the roles they applied for. So what can you do? Well, career advisors also told CNN you might want to fight AI with AI. They suggest using artificial intelligence to help optimize your resume to certain job descriptions. And these days, a lot of hiring managers actually expect that candidates are doing just that. And that said, they emphasize it's still important to not take a resume directly from ChatGPT, but to check it for possible errors and personalize it as well. And if all else fails, there are also services and coaches that specifically aim to optimize resumes for AI and beyond. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing the show if you found it valuable. We'll catch you up on more news to know tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. 